So it's the second week of the second month of the new year, and we have been in a series for the past month and a half that is all about faith. And last week, we talked about flashy faith, flashy faith, and how some people and our society as a whole right now would rather look like something than actually live like something. And that has slowly but surely crept into the church. You guys remember how we talked about the seven sons of Sceva? Remember that? Some of you do? Man, must have all new people this week. That's great. The seven sons of Sceva were more concerned with the flash than really having the authentic faith. And the demon beat the flash right out of them. And they deserved it. They absolutely deserved it. But Paul, on the other hand, was a picture of authentic faith. He said it, and then he went out and actually did it. And what the world needs today is not flashy faith. What the world needs today is authentic faith. And do you remember a few weeks ago, I was actually in this message called favored faith. And I said something along the lines of, we've gotten so good at doing church, but we've become so lazy with actually being the church. We've gotten so good at doing church, but we've gotten really lazy at fighting against the image that is trying to brainwash and destroy the next generation. I said that there are people who believe all you have to do to experience the favor and blessing of God is breathe and believe. No action or assembly required. And somewhere between then and now, the church got comfortable. And we bowed at the altar of convenience, acceptance, and inclusion. You guys remember me saying that? I just wanted to pause right there. Anybody heard of the Church of England? Maybe the Church of England's watching right now. Shame on you. I'm putting you on blast. The Church of England is an establishment church. I'm talking, like imagine if we had a church called the Church of America. It's big, okay? And it's been there for a long time. And for a really long time, it's been somewhat of a solid church. Uh, not exactly w- what we believe, but, but, but along the same lines. Uh, well, recently, they decided to, actually as of last week, they decided to reject God's design for marriage. And they begin to say that it's okay for men to be married to men and women to be married to wi- uh, women. And you can come in our churches and serve, be in the pulpit, whatever you want. This is an establishment church in England. It's happening all over the globe. Churches all over the globe are bowing before the image. And a few weeks ago, I said, that doesn't sound like favored faith. That sounds like lazy faith. And lazy faith is one of the reasons that our society looks the way that it does in 2023. The title of the message today is lazy faith. Look at your neighbor and say lazy faith. No, look at your neighbor and say, lazy faith. Look at your other neighbor and say, call me lazy again. I'll get up out this chair and slap you upside the head. So help me. I'm just kidding. Don't Don't say that. It's too long. If you're a first time guest here this morning, we are so blessed to have you. Welcome to Summit Church. Uh, There is a place for you here. We are blessed to have you here. Uh, We want to see the power of God. We want to see God move in this county, in this city, in this region, and do something that's never been done before. 
And so we're glad to have you for watching online, and this is your first time. Welcome to Summit Church. Uh, you are such a blessing. Leave a comment in the comment section. Let us know where you're watching from. And for those of you who are new or, or, or maybe you just started coming recently, or maybe you've been here for a while, uh, I just wanted to let you know that this whole series that we're in, this faith series, is all about looking at our society today and talking about the things that nobody wants to talk about. Really looking at what's going on, taking off the gloves, and talking about it. And so it, the nature of this series, I am speaking some hard truths I'm speaking some things that may rub you the wrong way, that may make you feel uncomfortable, but my goal this morning is to convict you to get off the couch. That's my goal this morning, is to convict you to get off the couch. So please hear my heart. I love you all. We have an incredible church. But this series is all about speaking the hard, hard truths. So... We all have some areas in our lives that we are strong in, okay? We all have areas in our lives that we have a fired up, fearless, favored faith. Would you agree with that? There's some areas in your life that you're like, man, I feel good. I'm, my prayer life, maybe I'm golden. Or maybe you're like, I'm not very good at that at all. Maybe it's worship for you. You feel fired up and fearless and favored in worship. But we all also have a part of us, a space in our soul that is lazy, Areas in our lives and our walk with Christ when we experience and operate in lazy faith. And this applies to every single one of us. Even the strongest and the most committed followers of Christ have times in their life, whether they make it seem like it or not, they have times in their lives when lazy faith creeps in. And one of the reasons that the world is where it is today is because of lazy faith. Coaches, Chad's a coach, other coaches in the room. Who knows that hard work will eventually beat talent? Anybody know that? Hard work will eventually beat talent. Michael Jordan tried out for, was it his high school basketball team or the Tar Heels? I think it was maybe the Tar Heels. High school. He tried out for his high school basketball team and they said, you're not good enough. You won't make it. Go play volleyball or something. I don't know if they said that, that. What did Michael Jordan do? He went and worked. He outworked everybody else around him. And now he's the greatest basketball player of, of all time. I don't care what you think about LeBron. Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. Thanks for coming today. Let's pray. Let's pray. We got someone standing up. Yes. The point that I'm trying to get at is that hard work will eventually beat talent. You may be the most naturally gifted individual of all time, but if the person next to you starts to outwork you and outhustle you, they will eventually get better than you. They'll get stronger than you. They'll get smarter than you, whatever it is. And the reality is we as a church, God's people, we are naturally gifted and blessed and we are naturally favored by the father. That's what the father does. He blesses us. He gives us good gifts. He gives us talent. But at some point in time, we were flipping through scripture. And, and you know that one scripture that says, we are seated with him in heavenly places. And we read that and it says, we are seated with him in heavenly places. And so I don't, somewhere along the line, we just decided we just go ahead and sit down here on earth too. If we're seated with him in heavenly places, maybe I'll just, if we're seated up there, maybe I'll just 
have a seat down here. We got lazy just sitting on the couch waiting on Christ. Watching people lose their minds like it's a daytime television show. You're walking around like Maury is your mentor. The results are in. And you are lazy. Let the world do what it wants. All I have to do is go to church, avoid sinners like the plague, and eventually the sky will open up, lift me right up off this couch, and I'll live in glory forever. Amen. Woo! Meanwhile, there's balloons floating around our country like it's a Barnum and Bailey circus. (laughs) Meanwhile, while we're here, socialism is on the rise out there. Yeah, it's true. It's not a theory anymore. There are people working overtime and with great diligence to systematically corrupt and destroy the next generation. But I'm just going to lay here and pray about it. Like a Christian couch potato. (laughs) You see, lazy faith, lazy faith doesn't pick up the Bible because it's too busy holding the cell phone. Lazy faith doesn't know any theology because it's too busy looking at TikTok. Lazy faith doesn't take a stand because it's too busy taking a nap. Lazy faith can't get up and get in the game because it won't get off the couch. You see, the church, the church may be favored and gifted naturally by God, and it is. But up to this point, saints of God, we have been wildly outworked and out-hustled. Wildly. And it has allowed deception and immorality to creep into our schools, to creep into our jobs, to creep into our homes, and subsequently our churches because of lazy faith. Say lazy faith. Did you know that the Bible... The wonderful word of God has a lot to say about lazy faith. Did you know that? Did you know that this word of God has a lot to say about lazy faith? Look at this. Proverbs 18.9 says, A lazy person is as bad as someone who destroys things. Meaning, if you make the decision to walk and live in lazy faith, you have culpability in the state of the world that you're living in. If you make the decision to live in lazy faith and you look around and the world around you is falling apart, but you refuse to take action, you refuse to make a change or get off the couch, you might as well have destroyed it yourself. Oh, that one hurts a little bit, doesn't it? Look at this next one. I like this next one. Proverbs 19:15. Laziness casts one into a deep sleep, and a lazy person will suffer hunger. Ecclesiastes 10:18. Because of laziness, the building decays, and through idleness of hands, the house leaks. Look at this next one. Proverbs 13, if y'all's house is leaking, there you go. If you got a roof, if you got a leak in the roof, 
because of lazy hands. Your house is leaking. Look at this next scripture. Proverbs 13, 4 says, The soul of a lazy man desires and has nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made rich. Let me explain that one. Lazy faith wants the same thing as favored faith does, but it won't do what it takes to experience it. Lazy faith wants the same thing that fearless faith wants, but it won't step out in order to experience it. Hear me on this next part. Desire without action is just a dream. Desire without action is just a dream. You can look around at our society and our world today and you can desire that, it wants, that, that you want it to look different. Who does? You look around, I'm, Lord, please, I desire that the world looks different. But if you don't actually stand up to make a change, it's just a dream. Proverbs 22, 13 says this, a lazy person claims there is a lion out there. Oh no, if I go outside, I might be killed. Lazy faith says, oh no. There's an immoral ideology out there. It's creeping into our schools. But if I say anything about it, I'll be labeled a, a, an extremist. Yeah, but if you don't, you'll be living under extremism. Which one do you want? Choose your heart. Do you want to face, face it now or deal with it later? Do you want to confront it now or do you want your kids to have to confront it later? The Bible goes on and on and on and on, and it has a whole lot to say about lazy faith. And just in case you were wondering, maybe you were wondering this, just in case you haven't figured this out, not one single scripture, not one single jot or tittle advocates, endorses, or encourages Christian couch potatoes. 